What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sons of Legends. It's your boy, Art Dog, here with your homeboy, MJ Gunner. What's going on? Man, it's going down. Yeah. Love, 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 love what's happening in the wrestling business right now. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's on the up and up, bro. Um, last time we was on her, we discussed uh, Halloween Havoc and... Halloween Havoc was this week, no. Art. I mean, we discussed um, Hell, Hell in the, in the Cell. Cell. Yeah. And uh, the storylines are still pumping from Hell in the Cell. It mm-hmm. seems like it ain't really letting up, but it's taking a turn, almost all of them. Yeah. Um, we gonna uh, start with Raw and uh, Retribution and the Hurt Business. They had another match this week. And, um, I mean... Is Vince getting tired of Retribution already? Because it seems like he's trying to bury him just as quick I, as it got started. I think so. I've never been a very big fan of this group. Kind of feel like we've seen the the whole premise before. You know, chaos, etc., etc. <coughs> you know, and them feuding with the Hurt Business is not doing them any favors. Because they show losing. And they losing bad. <laughs> Bobby boys, Lashley is single-handedly taking out the whole group. <laughs> them boys are putting the beat down on that group every single week. Every week. And, and if they not getting the beat down there, they're obviously losing the match, which doesn't help. Yeah. Which I think um, they got down to the final people this week because they had like an elimination-style match. And Ali just gets himself disqualified by beating on Cedric Alexander with the chair. Her business come out to save him. Ali and them run. So, I mean, even though they lost the match, I guess they're trying to look strong. But I mean, I like Ali in this role. He's about the only part of this group that I like. I like Ali in this role of having the mastermind... And, you know, I like how they tied the hacker back into it. Yeah. And I like just seeing him in general, you know. But, so what do you think it'll take for them to be on the up? You just take the stupid outfits off? The Probably mask so. Like, let's just give go them, ahead, reveal yourself. We know who you are. Let's give them some real give names. Some, yeah, real names. And probably stay away from the Hurt Business for a little while. I don't know. I think the Hurt Business thing is fine. As long as they're not losing every single time. But they Let's are. get Lashley eliminated first. <laughs> and then we'll work on the rest of the Hurt business. Yeah, because Lashley is their big juggernaut. Yeah, because he's been taking out them every chance he got. I mean, spurring Slapjack left and right. <laughs> slapjack. He has. He's been spurring the socks off of Slapjack. <laughs> he's been spurring the slap off of Slapjack. <laughs> The jack, spearing the jack out of slap, right? Spearing the slap off a jack. But yeah, uh, they've been getting toe out the frame. Mm -hmm. But I mean, he's got to do something. If I mean, he spent all his time creating this storyline, so you might as well run with it. Don't get sick of it yet. That's (coughs) true. But um, yeah, (laughs) Miz wins money in the bank. Comes out. Cuts a huge promo about how he he cashed it on Orton in the same building. Uh, Orton was champ the last time he did it, which made me realize that Orton was champ the he last was. time he cashed in. Um, and then he goes out there and they lose to Drew McIntyre basically two-on-one. 
This could work. This could work. They just got to use the Miz right. I'm sick of this. God, man, it made him look like such a joke. I mean, he has been ever since John Morrison came back. Besides them, their tag team title run, which they never really lost the belts. Yeah, and they never got a rematch for the belts. So, they need to figure out what they want to do with them. Pretty much. Because the few with Otis is dead. Mm-hmm. They moved. They had Otis and Tucker start feuding and then put them on separate shows. Right. They put Mandy Rose in the tag team with Dana Brooke, which is working fine. Yeah, I like this team. Uh, they put the money in the bank on The Miz only to have him still in this role. I mean, if they were going to do it like this, they could have left it on Otis. I mean, Just either saying. way, it doesn't seem like the money in the bank cash-in is going to do anything for any one of them at this it point. It doesn't. Like, money in the <coughs> bank is just kind of there this year, you know? <coughs> There's no way either one of them beats or touches Roman Reigns. And there's no way either one of them comes close to what Randy Orton's doing right now. No. At least no. not at this level, man. If the, they just... The only way I can see this happening is if uh, Roman absolutely obliterates and Randy. And somebody comes in and cashes right after. That's Survivor Series? Yeah, that's the only way I can see this happening. Or, I mean, it's possible. You know, Randy beat the crap out of Roman with a chair or some stuff saying he's not going to bow down and then somebody cash in on him. Other than that, I can't see any scenario where this actually happens for those, anyone. Those any two those. heavyweight champions, man, and look then, good right now. if they do win it, I see them losing it immediately right back. Unfortunately. So, either they're going to progress this money in the bank because let's not forget, he still does have... What six months or so? He's got a long time to cash you know, he in. He won it back in June. Yeah, so he still got a while to cash in, and that's more than enough time to build, to build this. Him. That's that's what they have to, to build do. him basically. You know, it's not the briefcase; it's a person carrying the briefcase. Right. Um, Survivor Series teams are starting to shape up. The Raw yep. women's team is completely intact. Yep. They have uh, Dana Brooke and uh, Mandy Rose. They have Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, two teams. Mm-hmm. And then they had a fatal four-way to determine the last person, which was Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross, Lana, and Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce. Uh, Peyton Royce showed her ass in this match to show what she could do as a singles competitor, which was great to see. But they gave the win to Lana. Why do it? Why? And for the sixth week in a row. Six weeks. Nia Jax puts her (laughs) through a table. Six weeks, then. I'll say six weeks. People are literally starting to look forward to this art. It's Monday. <laughs> it's Monday, you, you know, know what, what that, that means. means. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. I mean, I, I just don't get it. You know? I, this this table thing's becoming the stick. I, I don't see the purpose. It is hilarious. It's funny, me. it is. I do I do enjoy watching it happen. I just don't <laughs> see why. Why are we doing it? I don't know. I don't even care. I just like seeing <laughs> Lana put through a table every single week. Six weeks straight. 
But seriously though, this spot Rooster's got to be like he's fucking with me. But seriously though, this spot should have went to Peyton Royce. The Survivor Series. I spot? think so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they wanted to build her, yeah, and she did kind of show out in that match, especially with that uh gory bomb onto the other person. It's just another thing, man. It's, why break up the iconics if you're not gonna do anything with either one of them? Why? I don't know. It seems to me that they're breaking up teams just to put together of, other teams. No, just for the sake of breaking up teams at this point. Or or to put together other teams because they replaced the Iconics with Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, which I kind of like Team Flex. Uh, I'd rather have the Iconics. I kind of like Team Flex. I've got nothing against Team Flex. I'd rather have the Iconics, though. They're, they were an established tag team, Bart. That's true. They they came through as a team, built as a team. Worked as a worked team. Worked as a team and was never really seen without each other, even during solo matches. That's a team. And even a few weeks after the, and even a few weeks after the breakup, there they, they are still together. together. Well, let's not forget Peyton Royce threw Billy Kate to the Lions on yeah, Raw well, Underground, which just disappeared <laughs> without a trace. <laughs> it just disappeared. Yeah, I think it's over. I think it's over. Well, damn. They got the big star out of it, though. That that big guy, I can't remember his name. I only know Davicato. Dabby, yeah, he's the one that got drafted to Raw. Like, he did get drafted, him. but AJ Styles has got a monster behind him. Yeah, and I don't even, I don't they even know his name. They just call him the, his associate. I don't even know his name. He's Dude just, is just comically tall. Like, <laughs> comically. Saw him, I saw him in the... And the turtleneck this weekend is just, you know, like, just stretched all the way out. <laughs> like, bro! He is a skyscraper. Comically tall. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he's he's big. He's a big dude. And, and we don't even know his name yet. But AJ's using him great. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I like this look for him. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's not telling them what to do. Yeah. He's just he's because the ref tried to make him get out of the ring and he wouldn't leave. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not telling him to get out of the ring. <laughs> I'm not telling you. Him tell him that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. Um, but um, the Survivor Series teams, yeah. So the women's team on Raw is filled up. Um, the men's team on Raw, Keith Lee advanced. Mm. AJ Advance. AJ Styles Advance. And Sheamus Advance. And Sheamus Advance. It's looking okay. <coughs> uh, I, I like this Which, look of this so far. My biggest issue out of all of this what? is they done drafted Matt Riddle twice now. To make him look bad twice now. He was doing okay on SmackDown. When? I mean, he wasn't a major player, but no. he was he was a, he was a mid card player. He was doing all right. Yeah, but he was losing all his upper echelon matches. Not like they doing Keith Lee. Well, he just got there on the main roster. Yeah, why draft him? He he hadn't even accomplished anything in NXT yet. I I don't know. I I don't know why they even brought him up. They he was the he was one half of the NXT Tag Team Champions. True. Remember at the least he was, At least he was a champion in NXT. Unlike. Bianca Belair, who yeah, there? Well, we all saw what happened to her. Art. I will continue to bring this up because it will continue to be true. 
yeah, I know you hate Charlotte for it, but that's not the point. The point is they're supposed to at least let them flourish in NXT before they do them that way. You know what I mean? It, I it's think not many right. of them who got drafted and didn't win the belt. Yeah. Becky. Yeah, it's true. Becky never got the NXT Women's title. It's not many other ones that never got it. I mean, some of these people... Even Bo Dallas got it. <laughs> yeah, Bo's a champion. And the Ascension were champions before they got brought up. Yep, Big E, like everybody. Yeah. Ben Failure, Kevin Owens, Shinsuke Nakamura. Emma wasn't. Joe. You remember Emma was never a NXT Women's Champion. She but, was one of the first chasers, but she never yeah, won the title. People kind of pioneer Emma for the wrestling era being started with her and Paige. Yeah, yeah, they, they did. In yeah. my opinion, they kind of set the groundwork for the NXT Women's Division. Which I hate what they're doing with her and Impact, if anybody's seen it. God. Oh, Lord. I do. I hate what they're doing to her. I mean, she's pretty much the same character as what Carmella's turning into. I didn't think Carmella needed to turn into anything, but that's just me. I mean, no more moonwalking. She was fine. Probably a lot more trash talking, hopefully. Hopefully, this will bring out the bitchy side in Carmella. They were doing that when she was champion. I I mean, yeah, because to me, that Carmella, the heel Carmella, was excellent. And I I didn't think she needed a part. I didn't... I mean, I like the uh, the fabulous truth. Danielle does always be my favorite. Uh, uh, my favorite rendition of Carmella when they she was did running around create with truth. the seven second dance break. That was baby. awesome. Like she's a great face, in my opinion. She well, let's see what she can do with this. Hopefully, she starts snapping on some chicks, giving them some one line of truth. Like I want her to be more Samoa Joe like on the microphone. Yeah. You know, shutting them down immediately. Well, you know, this is where we see what she can do on the microphone. She hasn't wrestled a match yet. Uh, we know that she's good in the ring. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so so the SmackDown team so far, we have Bianca Belair for the women. Mm-hmm. We have um. That's it. Yeah, it's the only woman so far. She won the triple threat match with uh, uh, Billy Kay and Natalia. So, so I'm assuming that they're going to snatch up the Riot Squad. I hope they do. And uh, let's see, the Riots and possibly Carmella. And, and let's hope that Bailey gets on Bailey will probably captain after she loses to Sasha Banks next week. If... She loses. When she loses to Sasha Banks, well, let's get into it then because Sasha came out with the belt. It looks great on her. It does, man. Uh, the outfit was banging. She stole Bailey's chair. She stole Bailey's chair. (laughs) That hell, ding dong, hello. That's that's my my chair. chair. That's my property. (laughs) So, but. We just hope Sasha Banks don't get Sasha Banks. Bro. Come on, man! Not this time. I highly doubt it. Not this time. Uh, it, it, it can't happen again. No way. No I don't want it to happen way. either. Come on, Vince. Nuh-uh. You, you be doing too much. Not this bro. time. But you got a lot of us believing 
that Sasha cannot defend the title. I mean, what, when you see it enough times, you start to think it's true. It is true at this point. <laughs> exactly. <coughs> you know, when it happens six times, what do you expect people to think? Man. Do you know the only person right now who's wrestling who's won more titles than Sasha Banks is Charlotte? Nah, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, five-time women's, Raw Women's Champion, one-time Sometimes SmackDown, SmackDown two-time two tag, right, two tag Team Champion, and an and NXT. NXT Women's Title reign. I believe that makes uh, nine, if I'm not mistaken. Nine of them. Nine, Ooh, nine Women's Title reigns. That's that's a hell of a run. And, and five of them have not been defended once. <laughs> half of them, more than half, have more not been defended once. Like I, uh, it'll happen. The this only time. thing she's ever defended was the tag team titles, huh? And the NXT Women's Title back in the day. Oh my God! So it'll I'm happen sure. this time. It'll happen this time. It has to happen this time. Oh man, Maddie, I'm so worried for her. I wouldn't be okay because the stars are in line this time. Okay. There's no Charlotte's pay-per-view streak to worry about. Becky's There's no Charlotte to worry about right now. I know, but when they were doing it back in the day, it was because Charlotte had this undefeated streak at the pay-per-view, and for some reason, her undefeated streak was more important than Sasha Banks' title run. I don't get that, <laughs> but okay. All right. She was on like Let's a 14. See. Is no. that? And there's uh, there's no Becky around to, you know, overshadow her. And there's no Bliss around to overshadow her. Uh, Bliss is on Raw. Exactly. Bliss is on Raw. And that's, those are the three people that Sasha Banks has dropped the title to. And Asuka, who's also on Raw. But anyway, and uh, they pretty much run the thing with Bailey as far as they're going to run it. Uh, there's no reason to put the title back on her right now, Art. There's none. Only Not one reason. reason in the world, Only Art. one. Why? Oscar. Oh, whatever. At Survivor Series. No, it'll be Sasha Banks and Oscar at Survivor Series. Arts. You're not gonna sit there and tell me that Sasha Banks and Oscar is not gonna be as good of a match as Bayla and Oscar. Arts. Sasha I'm Banks not and saying Asuka that at all. Would be way better. Art. You know. It. I know it would. I then was why hoping, would they do that? I was, arts. I was man. I was praying for Sasha, Eo, and Oscar. Then why would they do that? Art. Why would they have Bailey and Oscar? Because. Well, yeah, ba- Oscar has beat Bailey on her title reigns. Yeah, yeah, because I was thinking because Oscar hasn't beat Bailey on the main roster yet. She just beat her at SummerSlam. But yeah, but yeah she did. Well, she what got disqualified or no? Because B- Sasha lost. Hey, Bailey won by DQ. Or was it they got roll up somehow, Sounds some like, way? Yeah. Bailey, Bailey won. Okay. And Sasha lost. Yeah. And that was what Bailey was saying. You can't beat Oscar. You never have. I have. Because of her, Art. That's why. Let's not yeah. act like he... But anyway, uh, I'm hoping and I'm praying if this match does happen, that they do it right. I don't want to see no 
BS that they were pulling in the summer with Asuka and Sasha Banks. Like, for some reason, Sasha just incapable of beating her for some for some odd reason. And they got the thing with the ref shirt. And then they got her literally just walking out of the match to give Sasha Banks a belt. Like, man, that, that stuff just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, they have. They haven't had a straight-up win or loss yet. Not yet. They had a straight-up win and loss at SummerSlam, but Asuka beat her. Yeah, but Bailey interfered again. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they haven't had a straight up match yet. Yeah, and I'm I'm I've got high hopes for this one. At least not recently they haven't. Yeah. But anyway, um, back to Raw. Um, Randy Orton is still dealing with Drew McIntyre, mm-hmm. but the Fiend is also lurking. I'm excited to see this one. The Fiend and Randy. They do have history. Yeah, they do. With uh, with Randy burning down Bray Wyatt's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexa Bliss alluded to that during the interview. And, you know, wherever Bliss is at, the Fiend is somewhere close by. Yep. And uh, them being together is more exciting than the title picture to me. Yeah, I really like this pairing, you know. Alexa's really good uh, on the promo-wise. You know, she's really dived, dived into this character. And right. she's working everybody, Every How do you feel about everybody thinking that Liv Morgan should have been the one to take this role? Um, I like Liv. Always have. But it's just basically, can she perform, perform uh, promo-wise the same way Alexa Bliss can? You know, we really we really haven't gotten to see that out of Liv. You know, the stellar promos and everything. You know, the the her put down hard mic work. Yeah, I get what you mean. She hasn't been, uh, and and the stuff that she had on the mic was kind of uh, was was pretty dumb to be honest. The thing that she was doing with Lana when she was on the mic, her always crying over. Losing the championship match uh, with the Riot Squad and things like yeah. that. The argument that she had on a KO show. It wasn't really no hidden promo like that. She didn't get to show her story work. Yeah. And the story that she did work on, you hate it to death. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So... But I'm not saying I, she I can't. Be, I, I'm yeah, just I gotta saying be honest. That, you know, I'm gonna say seen the the character that we thought we was finna get from Liv from the bathtub promo mm-hmm. scenes and all of that was more interesting. We didn't know what we was finna get. To be honest with you, I'm glad that she's back with Riot. You know. I would have loved to see her actually in this Bray Wyatt role. She looked like an evil. She looked like she could be an evil. Yeah, character. it would probably work pretty well. You know, it's just do we go with do we roll the dice with something new or do we go with what's proven? I guess is the question. And a lot of people don't want to roll the <coughs> dice, especially on a new person doing a new thing. Yeah, we've had enough Paul Burchells to know. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. So, um, but, but how yeah. do you feel about her? How do you feel about uh, uh, her being uh, people saying it was her idea though? If it is her idea, I think that's fucked up that they pushed her out to put somebody else in. That yeah, spot. to be honest, yeah, me too. You know, if it was her idea, then 
And Give her her cut or let her or let her keep writing for. She should have played this. Let her keep let her idea. let her keep coming with the good ideas and give her credit for them. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. obviously she got the mind to, to do it. Cause it's working. Yeah, if it was somebody else's idea, then yeah, don't roll those dice. But if it was Liv's, then yeah, I think that she should not have been cut out. I don't. I don't think she should have been cut out anyway. Bliss don't need it. Bliss did a lot for a lot of people. Yeah, that's true. She got Nia Jax on for real because it was her feud that kind of got Nia Jax the sympathy role. Mm-hmm. She got Nikki Cross on because mm-hmm. I could care less about Nikki Cross before Alexa Bliss came along. And to be completely, to be completely honest with you, I don't really care for her now that you're not together anymore. Bon, see, that's what I'm saying. Nikki. Alexa Bliss can do it. She didn't need it. Liv oh, Morgan need. needed it. Yeah, but it's not, not exactly what you need. If you wanted her to get one of them uh, big pushes to be a straight threat to the women's division, Liv Morgan needed it, and Alexa Bliss didn't. Now, I get you know that. who did need her was Ruby Riot. I get that. Ruby needed Liv Morgan to be relevant again. You think so? I know so. I mean, I think Ruby could have done She had it on her won own. a match before she got back with Liv during her whole return. Yeah, that's true. Liv beat her like twice, wasn't it? Yeah. And she had kept losing every match that she had until she got back with Liv Morgan. I'm just glad that they put her back together to give the tag team division some more substance. It need it. It, it definitely needs it. needs it. But that's what I'm happy about with Dana Brooke and uh and Mandy Rose yeah, that they together because they look like a team. They feel like a team. They just they look alike. <laughs> they look alike. They got similar looks, and it they kind of gel together. Yeah, I like the way they work that. together. I don't think that they would have been as better as Fire and Desire. Yeah, Mandy and Rose, I mean, Mandy and Sonya were pretty good together. But, you know, Sonya went through her, what she was going through, and Mandy can't stop because Sonya gone. Yeah, it's true. So, but yeah, um, Raw was popping, SmackDown. Now, let's talk about Halloween Havoc. Right. Halloween Havoc was cracking. That was really popping. Because... My boy Johnny Gargano kicked the night off, baby. Now I'm, I'm kind of got mixed go. feelings here about this one. Now hold on a minute. Here you go. Here come the hate. I would not have a problem with it if they were doing the power couple thing that I thought that they would. That everybody was. That everybody pretty much thought that they were going to do. But having Johnny win it, having Johnny win the title, and Candice doesn't. It just I don't, don't know. Feel yeah, like it doesn't. It does not. Uh, it don't mix with the storyline they was giving us, right? And to be completely honest with you, if it was just him and not her, and you know, not the both of them, I would have preferred they kept yeah, it on yeah. Damian Priest. Like I don't really see the reason to put it to take it off him if they're not doing that. Yeah, I get what you're saying. If it if it should have been anybody, it should have been Candice LeRae. They made a vent anyway. It should have been the both of them, Mark. It should have been Candice LeRae if it was either one of them. Okay, if it yeah, was I get that. One of them. I get that. Yeah, I would have preferred to be, if it, to, to be Candice if they were going to do either one of them, too. Because she could have really got on with Indy Hartwell. Mm-hmm. 
had somebody to uh bring up with her. I don't I don't think that uh EO would have done for the title actually for the company what Candace could have done. Yeah. Candace could have made a new star with her title reign. Mm-hmm. And um EO, all we looking forward to is matches that we haven't seen. It's basically EO and Ember Moon, EO and Tony Storm. Yeah. We looking towards matches that we haven't seen with her and with Candace LeRae. We would have been building more stars though. Right, that's true. And speaking of building stars, I'm really liking this Pat McAfee stable. Yeah, Pat got a mouthpiece on him. He does, he? and he was okay as a wrestler, but he's gonna be phenomenal as a manager. Pat got a mouthpiece. He does, on man. Him. He can make he can make these guys look really, really good outside of the ring. Now, let's yeah, see. He's he got, got podcast, um, Danny TV Birch, show. and uh, Oni Larkin. They would just won the tag team titles with him last week, and then. Pete Dunn makes his return to NXT this week and joins up with them. Basically, Pat McAfee was the person uh, behind taking out the Undisputed Era. Yeah. Makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, it does. It does. And I was excited to see because, damn, boy, Ridge Holland missed a straight opportunity with this one. Yeah, it would have been awesome. It would have been so good with Ridge Holland instead mm-hmm. of Pete Dunne. Yeah. You always focus on making new stars. You know what I mean? And Pete Dunne, to me, is already a star. Yeah, it's true. He's already there. Yeah. And Pat McAfee, is he having, like... A blast off so fast. But I feel like Pete by Dunn. By attacking the Undisputed Era. But I feel like Pete Dunn can give his stables some credibility. You know, like we have an established star here. You know? I think that they already had credibility immediately by taking out Adam Cole. Uh, they needed some. They needed a big player. Danny Burch and Only Lorcan, they're, they're cool, but. As you said, Pete Dunn's already a star. They needed the big player. They feel like he could be the centerpiece around that camp. Yeah, that's true. It's just Pat McAfee's bigger than him. Bigger as in? As in, yeah, in stature. Oh. Well, you know, Pete Dunn is only charging the five pounds. He's a pretty small guy. Yeah, I know Technically, that. he's a cruiserweight. That's why I felt like they would have needed Rich Holland. They needed yeah, somebody a, bigger than yeah, Pat McAfee. Somebody bigger than him to kind of stand behind him and intimidate the other people yeah. around him. Hell, Pat's bigger than all those guys, though. Yeah, and that's what kind of sucks about the career. <laughs> yeah, the little guy. Yeah, the biggest guy is they mouthpiece. <laughs> you know what I mean? In the Hurt Business, yeah. they mouthpiece is MVP, and they got Bobby Lashley looking behind them. Right. Even in Retribution, my uh, Mustafa Ali is they mouthpiece, and they got... The big D.O. Madden behind him and mm. Donovan, that big guy behind right, him. Right, I get you. That's the way wrestling's always worked, really. Yeah, you always got to have that big... Sean's got Diesel. Yeah. The Brian Kendrick back in the day had Ezekiel Jackson. Yeah, and you know, the corporation had Kane standing behind mm, the him. Big boss, man. It's always that you need that. 
and your mouthpiece can't be the biggest guy in the group. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Spike Dudley had his brothers, you know, with that time when he was the boss. I'm watching that part on SmackDown. Thanks for the history lesson. Yeah, you know, Bubba and Devon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I just felt like uh, Ridge Holland really, really missed the boat on this one. Hopefully he can recover in time. Well, all right, to I still think, be with them. I think the uh, the saying goes, turn chicken shit into chicken salad. Yeah, my whole thing is, Pete Dunne, for me, as being a bruiserweight, that I love the bruiserweight, has been jumping in too many stables and teams. He hasn't really been in a team, though. Yes, he has. He's been with the Matt Riddle. Yes, he, one. He's been with Roderick Strong when they was going against the era and got that's turned kind of on. With, that's kind of a thrown together team. Yeah, he's been in a lot of thrown together teams. But I don't think this was a thrown together team, though. No, right? I got a feeling these guys are going to be around for a while. This stable, this this McAfee yeah. stable. Yeah. I ain't figured out a name for him yet, <laughs> but. Yeah, I'm, but anyway, like you it. said about a uh, rich Holly, you know, it sucks to see someone get injured. Obviously, obviously, but, you know, there's uh, they gotta work with what they gotta work with. Yeah, know, and that's true. And Pete Dunn is that is a nice return and a nice grab for yeah, the stable. Yeah, it, it was a shocker too. It, Nobody it was. was expecting Pete Dunn. It was. I wasn't either. When he returned, I couldn't believe that he was back because I kind of forgot about him. Yeah. I haven't been watching uh, NXT UK if it has been coming on. It has, and I haven't either. But uh, I was glad to see him. And that shocking moment when he turned on Kyle O'Reilly, which was the last member left standing of the Undisputed Era. Right. That was pretty cool. But uh, more to come with that. You know, a funny part this week was Cameron Grimes in the haunted house. He's a star. You see, now that's the thing. For some somehow, some way, it works with Cameron Grimes. You know, because they kind of uh, push him to be more on the joke side. You know, he's more of a, right. a comedian wrestler, but you can still take him seriously. I don't know how they've done it. But they've done it with Cameron. It's Ryan. it's the accent that he uses, cause he's basically just saying he's the best and he's going to the moon. <laughs> yeah, he's. I like Cameron Grimes. And I like him too. And um, his match, I mean, it wasn't really a match. It was basically a, a sketch. Right. Him running all over the place, and uh, he runs through the haunted house, and then he ends up running away from the haunted house and runs all the way back to the arena. Just and to have he, Dexter And he lays down on the ground, and when he wakes up, he's in the cemetery. <laughs> and all these zombies are after him. Yeah. And Dexter Loomis puts him to sleep. I mean, I like Dexter Loomis, too. Mm-hmm. I, I think that this could work. I think this character could work just chasing a title. I don't know if he can work having the title. Yeah, well, you know, you never really know what people somebody to be like having a title until they have it. Yeah. You know? But him chasing a title, stalking people Yeah, works. Now that's pretty entertaining. I like that. The way he stalks people, the way he pops up, ending up in trees and mm-hmm. behind doors. Before you know it, he'll be in the vent and his eyes be staring at you <laughs> or something. Like, 
He's like Orange Cassidy if Orange Cassidy was some kind of psychotic murderer or something. Right. He seems more like a... I don't know. He he seems like he'll kill you. He really will kill you, but he'll torture you and rub your face first. <laughs> he's got the cool style that Orange Cassidy has, but, you know, like I said, he's put a more haunted This style is the on persona him. that they had envisioned for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Really? When they created Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, this was what they thought. But Stone Cold became actually Steve Austin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And, um, yeah, I think Dexter Loomis could work chasing the title. I think it's time to have him start stalking Johnny Gargano. That would be Johnny's first test, and it would be a great one because Johnny Gargano is a great actor. It would be hilarious watching those guys work sketches together and promos and stuff. (laughs) That would be awesome. Dexter would be sneaking up behind him and Johnny would be like, is he there? Where is he? Yes. I know he's here. Yes. <laughs> I, I would love to see that first. So let's get that rolling because the only thing we don't know is who's the masked man that helped Johnny Gargano. And tried to help Cam- Candice LeRae until Shotzi pulled him off the ladder. Yeah. So we need to see what's up with the masked person. Yeah, we don't know who that is. Let it be Tommaso Ciampa. You think so? Let's hope so. I hope so. But anyway, That's the only way I can see Tommaso getting back to the championship. Candace took one hell of a spot at the end of that match, though. Falling off the ladder, through and the through ladder. Through that ladder. Oh, man. That, that, that was one of the most brutal-looking bumps I've seen one of these women wrestlers take in a long, long time. Well, I always told you Candace was one of the great workers, man. She's yeah. a great worker. She's willing to do some shit. And I always gave her credit and said that she deserves a title run. She really does to me. I think so, too. She's one of the most fluid wrestlers that they have now. And if that juice between one or the other, I wish they would have gone with Candice. I know. I'm hoping that she gets one more shot. But I just I don't, I think they're past her. Yeah, I would say I don't see that happening. Yeah, I, th- I think they're past her at this point. Time to move on. It's probably going to be Ember Moon. You know, she's got Dakota Kai next week. Yeah, she does. Um, Ember's more needed uh, upstairs, man. That's what I think, too. You know, I like Ember Moon, and I like seeing her back at NXT. You know, it's a cool nostalgia feel, feel and everything, because she was pretty beloved down there. But, I, yeah, I think her talents are kind of needed on the main roster, especially on Raw. Yeah, like Ember's need, needed upstairs. They need a man. super. They need like a big face on Raw right now. I think they need yeah, it's Oscar. Yeah, they need a major contender who's an actual threat to Oscar. Right, and that could have been Ember Moon. And the only two that they have is Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, who are who both are tied up right in the now. tag team. And it's weird because... I love why, the dynamic between them, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking them, too. But I, what I would like to know is why do they only appear on Raw? When Sasha and Bailey had the belts, that was everywhere. Yeah, that is true. You know, it's supposed to be tried branded. Women's titles, folks. Yeah, and they are only on Raw. They're on Team Raw. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, each brand should have had a shot at having them on the team. That would have made them more valuable. They are on Raw, though. But them being 
the women's tag team champions, each brand should have had a match to determine who got them on the team. They wouldn't be on NXT or SmackDown without the women's tag titles, though. That's the point. Like, Raw is their home brand, Art. But that's the point of the women's tag titles. They're supposed to be defended everywhere. And if they're supposed to be defended everywhere, then each brand should have a chance. Even the, Well, NXT's not even in it this year. How do you feel about that? Me off. Pisses me off. Don't give us something like that year. And then the next year, we're expecting it even better than the year before. And you're like, you're not getting it at all. You gonna give us turkey for Thanksgiving, then chicken next year? <laughs> I want my turkey. What the hell is wrong with y'all? And people love that. Like that has to be amongst like one of the highest rated Survivor series. Yeah, I really enjoyed having uh, seeing NXT on there last year, and I was expecting to see them again. <coughs> yeah, it was a little bit of a letdown for me, knowing that they're not. Cause. You already heard me before, like, Sasha, EO, and Asuka. I wanted that match. He said that, like, five minutes after Sasha Banks wins the SmackDown Women's title. I could not fathom the, ex- like, you could you, you could never understand the excitement that I had to see those three in a pure triple threat. Uh, see, that that's, dope. like, and then, like, the champion that they have now, Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. And his prince persona now against the tribal chief, against the legend killer, like the one who's taking out legends again. Yeah. You that wouldn't know who to root for. That would have been great. The tag titles, the way they are with the Street Profits, Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan and the New Day. Like we was looking forward to seeing this mesh of matches. Yeah. And it always gives WWE a chance to reintroduce NXT to the world that doesn't watch NXT. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I would have preferred that if it did that too. Uh, but here we go again. Down. Yeah, let's get it. Um because Roman Reigns is doing some of the best story work. He really is. Like, I, th- I thought for like five seconds I was over this thing with Jey Uso. Only because, you know, Roman pretty much dominated their matches. And I wanted to see Roman go after, you know, bigger fish as they say. But every time I think I'm out, they suck me back in. <laughs> it never fails. Because... <coughs> This week on SmackDown, Roman comes out there and is like, all right, you got the end of the night to uh, acknowledge me as a tribal chief. You know, I'm ahead of the table. Are you out of the family? You got to go. You know? Hell yeah. So, anyway. He was like, I hate you. <laughs> anyway, the main event like, was. I don't care. The main event because was, I love you. <laughs> the main event was Daniel Bryan and Jay Uso to see who was going to uh, get a spot on, on the Survivor Series team. team. And Roman came out there, but yo, he's just sitting there watching him, you know. And Jay Uso actually picked up a clean win over Daniel Bryan. Now that is pretty big, you know. Yeah, the win over AJ was big, but a win over Daniel Bryan. Clean. In a spot on the SmackDown oh, Survivor Series team. Like, this is pretty dope. Like, in my opinion, this is how you build credibility. 
Yeah, especially to stir if if y'all gonna put him in the storyline and he's not a ta- in a tag team no more. Mm-hmm. He seems so dominant right now. It's like he don't even need Jimmy. And uh, we've always talked about how the Usos probably wouldn't work if they were separated. You know, they're like the Young Bucks. You can't picture one without the other one. But it's not the case anymore. They're proving us completely wrong. Right. Right. That you can you can make one of them solo and just run with them. And right now, he's looking like a straight threat. Yeah. But anyway, after the match, uh, you know, he says he's with Roman and, you know, he'll follow his lead. And he beats up Daniel Bryan some more. Beats the snot out of Daniel, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I'm happy to see them together. And he kept saying, I understand. I'm happy to see them together, you know. It's kind of... I, I prefer them to uh, I mean, you know, the bloodline, be on the same page. Right. Bloodline was always together because you don't want to have it to a point where Roman's having matches and Jay Uso's the one interfering. Yeah, but they were together when they were faces. Exactly. Roman and the Usos. I would love to see Roman and the Usos be together now that they're that they're heels. I wonder what 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 the deal is with Jimmy Uso. Like, why isn't he around anymore? He had an injury. He had a leg injury. Yeah, I understand that, but he looks all right at home in the cell. Nah, I still got to heal. You still got to give it time. All right. He can do certain spots, but give him, give him a little bit of time yeah. and let them come back and straight dominate with the head. Yeah, for now, for now, this thing with Roman and Jay works. But Randy doing some great-ass work, too, so who you got at Survivor Series? I have to go Roman. Roman Reigns right now is the most dominating force in the WWE, in my opinion. Like, really? He's, he's untouchable right now, you know? I don't know. Randy pretty dope right now. I, I go Roman. Roman on some cheating shit right now. What do you mean cheating shit? All with he does that, is dominate people. No, nah, with that kick out that he got. He kick out low blowing motherfuckers. Yeah, well, you know, I think that that's a good, uh, good little trait. You know, to, uh, not make him look so, so super dominant. You know, but it doesn't even really take anything away from him, you know. But it kind of adds to his bad guy character. It does. He on some cheating shit right now. So, Randy, if you pin him, you better watch his arm between <laughs> your leg, bro. You know he going to low blow down, your ass. <laughs> and that's all he need is like 30 seconds to recover. Mm-hmm. And he going to spread the shit out you because that's what he did to Jay. Every time Jay gave him 20 seconds to recover... <laughs> He got up and speared his ass. Yep. All right. So, uh, U.S. champ, Intercontinental champ, who do you got? Uh, Sammy's not looking the best, but he's looking the smartest. You think it'll be about and his matches? And his matches, he's been looking so intelligent. That ladder match was insane. Yeah, it was. That and was him probably- handcuffing both people. Mm-hmm. And then the match that he had with Jeff Hardy with that turnbuckle shit that he did. He took it off a long time ago in the match. Mm-hmm. So who do you got, though? Uh, Bobby Lashley is just dominant. Right I now. got Bobby. Me too. Well, who Bobby you got with, Ray, with uh, uh, Randy and uh, Roman? You never said. It's hard, man, because Randy... 
is looking dominant in ring wise. Roman is looking dominant character wise. Mm-hmm. And uh, as far as the character, I don't see nobody being put over on Roman right now with he got Paul Heyman with him. Right. Because Paul Heyman is looking like a different type of manager with him. With Brock Lesnar, he always seemed so sure that it was about the business. It was about business. We finna come in here, dominate, and we getting the hell up out of here. With Roman, he's showing sympathy for Roman's opponents. Like, please pin this man and quit beating on him. <laughs> yeah, he does. And you, know, I think it's a different situation with uh, Brock and Roman. You know, because with Brock, when the Paul is with Brock Lesnar, Paul he pretty much does everything outside the ring. You know, he does all the talking, and he advocates for him. He was the, he's the advocate. You know, it's what he does. But with uh, Roman Reigns, it's just not like that. You know, Roman does the majority of the talking, and uh, and the wrestling. You know, I think putting him with Paul Heyman was you know just to give him credibility as a heel because I think Roman could do it without. Obviously, he can. Paul Heyman seemed like he begging for people's lives in there. He been begging for Jay Uso, like, please, in this match, Riff. Roman, stop here. And Roman, like, man, shut your mouth. He got to acknowledge me. I don't want you to acknowledge me. <laughs> he I want gotta him acknowledge to acknowledge me. me. Shut your mouth. Shut I got, your mouth. I, I got, got this. I got a, I got I got a, a job point. to do right now. I got a point to prove. <laughs> like, Don't get involved. I like I've never seen this type of management in Paul Heyman. Yeah, me neither. Like it's definitely uh it's a something out there, you know. Yeah, it's a different type of it's like he's Paul not Heyman in control. Is, yeah, you know? not in control with, of what's happening. With Brock Lesnar and pretty much everybody else he's managed, you know, Paul Heyman's in control. Unless you want to count CM Punk. Okay, because Punk is kind of in the same boat as Roman at this point. But CM, but it was different with CM Punk. With CM Punk, it seemed like that was a business agreement. Mm-hmm. And eventually, Paul Heyman turned on CM Punk, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? But with this one, it seems like Paul Heyman just like a lawyer that's signing the papers. <laughs> and Roman like, man, I got I got the rest of this. You just stand there and... and yeah. Just sign that, look over this. Right, you know, make sure ain't nothing happening. Yeah, Paul Heyman coming out there and he's like, I don't want to see this no more. This man is out here killing people. And just in the match. I've never seen this side of management, so Me I can't either. see nobody being put over on, on Roman, even if it is Randy Orton. But well, who's your I see Randy Orton having the best chance of beating him, but I pick Roman. Alright, uh, we both pick Lashley. Uh, the tag team match. Kofi and uh, Woods against... Now, the this Profits. is interesting because I picked the Street Profits. I hope for the Street Profits. You know, because this could be a pretty big win for them. You know, Kofi and Woods are established as one of the best tag teams on the main roster. You know, they don't really need this one. They don't. This is their time to make a, a a new star. But at the same time, I don't think the Street Profits is big enough yet to get a win over the New Day as tag team champions. And to be completely honest, you know, even if they did get this win, you know, what would it really, really do for them, you know? Like, they've gotten some wins, 
No. Nah, I got the new day. I always rock with the new day, man. They yeah. they got it. They just are the the force in the WWE that's never faltered. I'm going Street Profits. All right, Raw Women's Champion, SmackDown Women's Champion. Who do you have? That's a banger right yeah, there. It's going to be a good one. Right? I can't wait. Bailey won't be around to mess things up. I got to ask her. I got to go Sasha Banks on this You one. always go Sasha Banks, though. You think with your heart and not your mind. I'm thinking with my mind. And my mind no, says you, Sasha. Your mind always says Sasha. It's <laughs> not For true. For the past year that she's failed. It's not true. Always says If Sasha. I thought somebody was going to beat her, I'd say they were going to beat her. But you know you wouldn't. You yeah, would never would. admit that. Yeah, I would. If I thought someone was going to beat her, I'd say they were going to beat her. You know you wouldn't. But I, I, I got to go Sasha. I'm going way. with Oscar, bro, because I just don't see... Oscar right now has been dominant. They've been giving Oscar fans exactly what they wanted out of her since Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Since Becky left, for real, she ain't really... Lost per se. Yeah, that's true. She's lost to Bailey, but that was like because of Sasha Banks. And she pretty much beat herself in that Raw Women's title match. I'm so upset about that. Right. She walked out to save Kyrie saying because Kyrie was screaming for Asuka before she left. Right. So I just don't see them letting her lose. I got you. But I kind of think that this is a perfect setup for Bailey to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, well, I hope so. Go ahead. That's you, one you get accolade back she doesn't happen. That's one accolade she, does, she doesn't have. So maybe you will get your wish of a lengthy title reign for Sasha Banks. Yeah, go ahead, Bailey. You get back to back. her at Mania. We and can then beat back. you again. Yeah, bend back around the corner. Yeah. All right. Because that's what it needs, kind of a refresher. Okay. All right. So we're kind of running a long time here, but what do you make out of this uh, Murphy and uh, Aaliyah, Aaliyah storyline they got going on? I like it. I don't see what everybody's problem is. I mean, to be honest, you know, the problem that most people have is because she's technically still a teenager and he's 30. She's 19. That's still a teenager. It's fine. She's eight. Once you're over 18, it's fine. Yeah, I don't even know how young most of these people were when they were in wrestling doing some of these storylines because age was never really a factor. Yeah. Y'all could Google it now. That's why y'all have a problem and y'all are so sensitive. But y'all would never know if if y'all didn't, if it wasn't the age of Googling and research. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Let let the storyline be what it is. Judge it for the story and not for the person that you're seeing in it. But to be honest with you, I do kind of have an issue and it's not because of the age difference. It's because, you know, they kind of changed up the story. You know, Seth's not so much involved anymore. You know, this isn't really about Seth and Ray anymore. This is about, now it's about Murphy and Ray. And, you know, it's not the storyline that, you know, I signed up for, as they say. But who were they attacking when, well, who was getting attacked when 
the shit went down. I mean, and another thing, you know, if it was really a Romeo and Juliet storyline, then, you know, Buddy would have stayed with Seth. You know, that would have made more sense to me. But he never said no. He's attacking Seth Rollins at every chance he gets. Yeah, that's true. He attacking Seth Rollins. Like, I I highly doubt those two are together anymore. And I think that it would have worked better if they were. You know, then it would then it really would have been the whole star cross lovers. But thing, it might et be, it might come to the point where Aaliyah starts saying Seth is making sense and make Buddy Murphy turn back around. Yeah, maybe so. That's I, what I'm getting out of it. I'm get, I, I'm getting to the point where it's getting to the point where Ray and Dominic is starting to get annoying to her. Mm-hmm. And and Seth is steady saying, I support your relationship. I'm the one that always was telling the truth. <laughs> now you see what your daddy doing. He angry. <laughs> he mad because he had to be sacrificed. <laughs> it's not my fault. It was him. Yeah, I get you. Becky got pregnant. I came out there with the stone face. He punched me in the mouth. I took his eye out. It wasn't my fault. I saw the light. <laughs> I saw the light. Yeah, I get you. So, I'm interested in it, but at the same time, I get where people are mad with the storyline. I get where people hate the age difference. I get it. I understand. I mean, you have daughters around this age. I get it. I understand. I wouldn't want my 18, my daughter just turned 18. I wouldn't want her dating a 34-year-old. Mm-hmm. If that's how old Murphy is. I think he's like 30. Early 30s. (coughs) But you know, another thing to remember here, and this one's important, it's not real. You know, she has an actual boyfriend. You know, this is not real. This is fantasy. Yeah, this is acting. Right. And if if your woman had an acting gig that paid her in the top five-figure salary, wouldn't you wouldn't mind her kissing a guy to act? Oh, as I said, it is, making TV. it is on stage. It is right. Now, uh, we can, we got a couple minutes here. Do you want to talk about what's going to happen this week? What, the election? Yeah. It's not going to be normal, folks. It's not. People man. think that it's going to be, they vote on November 3rd and it's going to be the decision. No, that's not going to happen. It's going to be a long, drawn-out process. And both sides are... And both sides can, are very angry. I can see things boiling over you the way, Art Man. It, it's it's going to be messy. It's, it, it is going to be messy. Just have your two-way rights down packed because ours is down packed. Be prepared. So we just trying to chill back and see what happened. Uh, that's all I can say. This is not going to be normal. And I also did, I would like to point out that voting is important. It is important. You know? So get out there and vote if you have not voted. Yeah, get out there and vote. I mean, it's past registration, so... And you still got a couple more days to pass the ballot, though, Art. It's yeah, important this year, gotta, man. Still got a couple of more days to vote, but... Like, this election, it, it's pretty much going to shape this country. You we, know? It definitely is. Like, the, we got to get out there and vote this year. Use your voice. All right. All right, tell them where to reach you. Uh, Matt Lindsay on Facebook, Matt Lindsay six seventy seven on Instagram. Our dog one on Instagram, our dog three on Twitter. 
Uh, hit us up at the Sons of Legends twenty one at gmail dot com. Uh, we'll holler at you guys next week. We're gonna see what happened. Next week we might be here. We might not. <laughs> we, we might be recovering from what's gonna happen. We gonna find out. All right. But so long, people. See you later.